We apologize for the inconvenience. All right, we are joined yeah. here with our second Oklahoma Film Icon winner for Dead Center. Please introduce yourself. My name is Carol Littleton. Thank you, Carol. Yeah, that's an honor to have you here. Thank you for well, being on the show. Thank you very much. I appreciate Absolutely. you being here very much. Yeah. Um, I want to give pleasure. a quick introduction, um, and then we'll let you take it from there. Okay. Um, you are an Oklahoma native. Indeed. And uh, you made your mark in the film industry as an editor. That's correct. Um, just to point out some highlights, you did uh, quite a few Lawrence Kasdan films, such as Big Chill, Accidental Tourist. Mm -hmm. And uh, we showed E.T. here last night. That's outside. correct. Mm -hmm. uh, Oscar-nominated for your right. work on that. Mm -hmm. um, and then something else I don't think has been mentioned, because it's probably too new, but you edited all the way. The That's LBJ right. The biography right. starring mm -hmm. Brian Cranston. That's right. Just so tell finish us, it. Tell us a little bit about what it was like editing all the way and uh, a little bit about your career as an editor. Well, editing all the way was a special treat because unlike a lot of biopics, this was really limited to the 11-month period from the time that Kennedy was assassinated to the time that Johnson was elected. And during that time, he passed a lot of legislation. A lot of civil including rights. Including the Civil Rights Act. Right. Now, admittedly, he pushed back the Voting Rights Act until his term after he was elected president, but that was because he had to be elected president first before he could do that. And while we remember Johnson as the guy who got us more and more involved, the president who got us more and more involved in Vietnam, his domestic policies were extraordinary. Yes. Absolutely extraordinary. And when you see this man pushing legislation through the Dixiecrats and passed using mm -hmm. the, the, um, his total skill as a legislator as a president, he accomplished so much. He was able to be friends with Republicans, work across the aisle, and all of this typified in the movie. And it's really wonderful. It comes to across really well. To see this in this election cycle, I find it to be very eye-opening. Well, we were talking earlier uh -huh. in a previous conversation um, about government, and you yes. had mentioned something yes. about government needing to be better and help improve the quality of life. So that sounds like something that he did exactly for our country that we're mm -hmm. not really seeing right now. No, we're not. In our political climate, unfortunately, there's so much anger. I'm trying to figure out where that's coming from. It's like I've heard people refer to uh -huh. as an, we're in an outrage culture right now. Th right now, everybody has road rage and pol political right. rage. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, well, it's maybe hard, it's related. It's hard to watch any of what's going on oh, yeah, and not it's exhausting. Feel, feel some of that bubble yeah, up. Yeah, it's, it's very, very difficult. Um, I think Johnson, because he accomplished so much, and you have to realize that he was a Dixiecrat, mm. and at a certain port, at a certain moment in his life, he had an epiphany that the quality of life for most people was determined by government policy. I don't mean government spending, I mean government policy. Right. There's a difference. So Johnson gave us a very, very strong political outline for the future. Do you realize that he instigated, in his term as president, after the election in 64, uh, we have Medicare, Medi-Cal, Head Start, the Great mm -hmm. Society, Many of these programs that have changed the quality of life for hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, when you think of children and Head Start, what that means, when you talk about education, that is so valuable. It's not only school lunches, but it's starting kids, all little kids at the age of four or five in school. Right. 
So they do have a head start. It makes a difference. It, it changes their whole lives. So, like I was saying earlier, it's not that we have less government. It's that we have better government. Or a lot of people complaining about those that, you know, mooch off the government or mm -hmm. get all of this, you know, money from the government that they may not necessarily deserve. Mm -hmm. Or at the same time, we're, we're cutting education, right? We're cutting education funding. So now even in the future, we're not giving anybody a, a good foundation. <laughs> right. So it's almost like we're just making more of them. I think sense. so. And in a way, the I think the human potential, investing in human potential is the best investment that we can make. Absolutely. And where do you where do kids learn how to live? It's in school for the most it's in part. School, right. You have you simply have to learn certain things that make you good citizens. And it starts it starts in kindergarten all the way through. The dropout rate yeah. is so extreme. Why is that? It's because there aren't enough teachers for kids. Right. Kids need individual attention. I well, like what you had right. said earlier mm -hmm. about one of your teachers who, would, who gave you a book to read and then you'd bring it back. She'd give you another book to read. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love is, is driving reading. Yes. And oh, keeping yeah. kids reading. It's one of my favorite things to do with my daughter is read. We read constantly. If you read well and you lead, re read at your grade level or above, you will have no problems in school. You just really won't. Because reading is everything. And it, it, it disturbs me a lot today where... There are so many devices, whether it's iPads or iPhones or, you know, any, any kind of electronic device, computers. It's not the same as having undivided attention to read a book. I've actually mm -hmm. forced yeah. myself to Turn put the off. stupid phone down mm -hmm. <laughs> and yes. pick up that book that I've uh -huh. been reading. Because it's so easy to whip out the phone and, yeah, and, and start just, scrolling. You, and you can entertain yourself all day with a you phone. Can. That's you not can, quality you can, entertainment. You can think that you're actually accomplishing <laughs> yeah, something, but what you're doing is you're just entertaining yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, rotting your brain, basically. Yeah, right. Rotting your brain. <laughs> Absolutely, from the inside that. out. <laughs> I, work, I spend a lot of time behind a computer actually working, and I find yeah. myself you know, working on a prod, anything from database to, to editing yeah. audio or video, and it's amazing to me how walking outside of that and doing a simple physical task like putting dishes away yeah. or it has such a higher level of accomplishment than what I feel sometimes <laughs> behind a computer. It's like I spend eight Even hours wondering. a day behind my laptop and I go, okay, what did I actually do today? I don't know. I have nothing to show for it except maybe some emails or... Uh -huh. But whereas if I read a book, it's like, oh, I can see how many pages I made it through that day mm -hmm. or if I'm doing a going out working outside or something like that. It's just yeah. it's such a different... Well, that's I, why I find the internet many times to be just a robber of time. It is. It's yeah. just a robber of time. Yeah. And uh, one of the reasons why I, I encourage my daughter to read so much, I have her read to me, I read to mm -hmm. her, is I want her to know how to be a good storyteller. Because mm -hmm. uh, we love to tell stories to each other, and frequently while I read to her, she will draw pictures for me of characters uh -huh. and the books that we're reading. Oh, um, great. So I how did. much do you think the foundation of reading helped you become a better editor did it help you learn what a good story is and how to put together a good story? Absolutely. I think the fact that Mrs. Watson, the librarian that I was talking about earlier, gave me books to read, and she would ask me about them. You know, can you tell me something about the story? And she, in sort of a, almost a Socratic method, would sort of say, you know, how do you analyze it? Yes. Tell me, don't tell me, and then, and then, and then. Tell me about the characters and what the ideas were. And it was at a very early age. I started to think about stories in, you know, for a kid in an analytical way, and they just continued. You know, I studied literature through school and language, and I just got the knack of it early, I guess. And it really came from 
the public school teachers that I had who were so great. Um, one of the authors that I can remember reading the most when I was in elementary school was uh, Roald Dahl. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, so yeah. we're pretty excited for uh, the BFG. Uh-huh. Yes. So what's interesting about the BFG is that's a Steven Spielberg movie that mm-hmm. he's directing based off of a Melissa Matheson script. Yes, again. Who she was the screenwriter for E.T. E. She's a fabulous writer. Was. Yeah, was, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. 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 And it's going to be, I, I don't know, one of those moments where I feel like I'm going to be taken back to being a kid again when oh, I go and be. see that oh, in the theater be. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I have not seen it yet myself, but I hear that it's just wonderful. Well, so we, uh, my daughter loves E.T., and we watched it last night. You know, we did the, the wonderful outdoor screening. Oh, yes. <laughs> it was so nice out there. And we had previously read BFG about a month ago, uh-huh. and we sat down and analyzed how are BFG and E.T. similar. Uh-huh. Because I had read some previous... Um, reviews of BFG, some people who had, had gotten some early views of it, and they said it feels like E.T. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. makes you feel like a kid again. It takes you back really? to that that awe and wonder of having this alien creature kind mm-hmm. of guiding a child along to learning about love and how mm-hmm. to have empathy towards people. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Well, I think it's, you know, that's, what's, that's the magical side of movies, actually, is yes. when you get a story that works well, and it be, it's almost, I don't want to say... I guess it's just elementary in a sense that it's simple. And many times simple is very, very hard to do. It's hard, it's hard enough to tell a convoluted story, but it's even more difficult yes. to tell a simple one. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day and yeah. joining oh, us. And my. congratulations again on the Icon Award. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. and it's, it's quite an honor. It's very sweet to come back to your hometown, yes. your home state, and realize that somehow you've made a difference so it's just wonderful you absolutely wonderful. have absolutely yeah, I mean it's really I great I appreciate it very very much on ET so it's <laughs> I thank you personally for that you're it very is. very welcome you're very welcome All right. well thank, thank you, you so you much Carol. cheers you get the whiskey baby I'll get the wine now baby